Welcome to Growing Hope Conversations. Growing Hope is a charity providing free therapy for children and young people with additional needs in partnership with local churches across the UK. We aim to grow hope for children through the provision of free therapy clinics, hope for families through groups for parents, carers and siblings to connect and talk about their experiences, and hope in Jesus through the opportunity to pray and be supported to access church if this is something families would like to do. This podcast is a series of conversations with individuals who have experience of additional needs and disability. Whether you share their experience or are here to learn, welcome to the conversation. Hello, welcome to Growing Hope Conversations. My name's Naomi and I'm a children's occupational therapist and I'm the founder and CEO of Growing Hope. And I'm joined by our co-host for this season, Mark Arnold. Mark, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, Naomi. Hi, everyone. Yeah, I'm Mark Arnold. I'm the Additional Needs Ministry Director at Urban Saints. I'm the co-founder of the Additional Needs Alliance and I write as the Additional Needs Blog Father. Amazing. And today's topic is all about my personal life with Down syndrome. Is there anything that particularly stands out to you about our topic today, Mark? Yeah, I think this is such an important topic, Naomi. And it's really great that we have someone with Down syndrome themselves on the podcast for us to find out more from because there's so many different views and myths about people with Down syndrome. So I hope that today, Uh, For us and for our listeners, we'll be able to learn more about it and what it's really like um, from somebody who has Down syndrome themselves. How about you, Naomi? Yeah, absolutely. I think I am... I've met quite a few people with Down syndrome and I actually was a a respite foster carer for a little boy, now young man, um, with Down syndrome. So it definitely I think it's so good to hear someone's own experience because we know don't we that no no two people are are the same everybody's unique Mm. so it'll be so great to hear from our our guest today about her experience and um yeah all the things that she has to share and we're really excited to hear that so without further ado let me introduce our guest so our guest today is Emily Thompson and she's joined by her mum Sherilyn also on on the podcast with her uh, this afternoon but Emily could you tell us a bit about yourself and what Down syndrome means to you? Hi my name is Emily Thompson and I have had Down syndrome since I was a baby. I had a hole in my heart since I have had heart surgery for nine months old to fix it lots of wires for for my heart to work amazing thanks emily that's brilliant thank you emily um uh, really good to hear your story there and um just thinking about uh, the things that you like doing the activities that you like to do maybe including your family as well. Tell us a bit about the activities that you like to do, but also tell us a little bit about your faith as well. I have activities into the day. On Mondays, I have mass at my friend's house, and then I like dancing with my friends, and I like to do circus girls, juggling in hammocks, 
On Tuesdays, I have drama. We play a game called Drink to Run and warm up our forces. I like to stop for my cookery ingredients. Then I like traveling and doing reading some some salts. Amazing. Mm. And on Wednesdays, I like cooking at my friend's house. And then I like swapping for basic food bits and house and stuff. On Thursdays, I like go to the salon group meeting. We do some games and sing worship songs and read the Holy Bible and pray. Sometimes on Fridays, we go, we like to go. This is a church I have got friends of a family who run it and dig bids is speaking giving testimonies of other people's stories to the belt they share the story journeys do they they do some worship songs and sometimes they do reading some readings and dividing us into the groups wow yeah, Emily, let's just go back to your drama because you're, you've been in the drama group quite a while, haven't you? Yeah. And um, what what have you been doing in your drama group over those years? You've been making short films? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Ooh, that sounds really exciting. And where do the films go? In different areas in Gloucester. Yeah, they go for training, don't they? Yeah. But they're also on the internet and... Um, they do little uh, performances to help people with disabilities learn about internet safety and um, not speaking to strangers and all the things and how to look for new housing places, isn't it? Yeah. So they've been quite helpful as well, those films. Mm. They sound really good. Uh, and it'd be great to be able to share where people can find those films and maybe look at them. That would be really good. It sounds as though you've got a very busy life, Emily, with lots of different things going on. I know you mentioned that uh, earlier today you were doing maths, but uh, lots of exciting things through the week. It's a really busy life that you've got. And it was great in that to hear a little bit about uh, your faith as well and how you connect with church. So, uh, yeah, is there anything else that you wanted to tell us about that? How do you like to worship God, Emily? Do you put some worship music on? Yeah. What do you like to do when you've got the worship music on? Some dancing. Oh, amazing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> what, what, what's your favourite worship song that you like to dance to, Emily? Uh, my favourite is um, some, my, my favourite worship um, favorite verse of songs yeah it's a cd isn't it you, you also like little doggy dug songs don't you yeah mm. yeah i love you and things like that oh, yeah, yeah they're good <laughs> and emily i i'm friends with your sister so i know something about your family but could you tell us a bit about your family um who's in our family you yeah you. mom, mom. Yeah. dad dad chrissy yeah Molly. It used to be Livia. Yeah. And Jess. Yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. Sarah. 
Yeah. Mm. You're an auntie now, aren't you? I'm an auntie. It's a baby. Oh. Baby niece. Lily. Lily. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's amazing. And Emily, do you think you could tell us a story about you and your Down syndrome? I am in, I am independent living in a house. I have a flatmate and a cat who meet in together. My flatmate is called Laura and my cat is called Luna Tinkerbell Boo Word. Amazing. <laughs> Great name. And the next door neighbour is called Emily and I moved into a COVID area of the Dean with Dormatthew's house bungalows. When I moved here six years ago, before my flatmate and my cat here too. Yeah, you've been living independently for six years, haven't you, in your house? Yeah, been a long time. That is a long time. Mm. And a little bit of support. <laughs> yeah. But, um, can I just tell everyone, Emily? What, yeah. As a mum, what I feel about your Down syndrome? Yeah, please. Is that okay. Is... <laughs> well, firstly, God prepared me to, in my young life to uh, the experience of Down syndrome so I could have Emily. <laughs> so that was really good. Mm. So when she was born, I was ready for her. Yeah. But Emily, when you were very young, you had a great gift to find people who needed to be filled love, feel loved. Mm. You had a great gift of going up and hugging people. And you went to people that not everybody liked. And we really felt that that was God's Holy Spirit on you, just touching people's lives because you cheered them up. You give them a smile and a hug <laughs> and you made them feel better. Mm. And when you were younger, we had lots of escape adventures <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, from when you were very young Familiar. to when you were an adult as well sometimes. <laughs> mm. um, some, remember. Yeah, you can't remember all of those. Some some of them involved the police. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> some of them could have been very dangerous, but um, you always came through safely and unhurt. And I know that was father's care. We always used to say the angels were working extra hard, Emily, with you that day. <laughs> yeah. And when you were young, you didn't really think you had a disability. I don't think you didn't know about Down syndrome, did you? When no. you were little, because you thought you could do everything just like your siblings could do. And every activity you did was mainstream. But in your teenage years, you went to a special school, Alderman Knight, didn't you? and you realised you had Down syndrome and you started asking questions like why did God make me with Down syndrome and they were quite challenging questions then mm. and why am I different from other people um I'm just saying this because Emily couldn't actually remember this but I remember it was quite a time when we um when we talked about this and it was quite challenging for me and I did my best to explain yeah. that um Father God makes us all in different ways and that's why he made you in my womb. He made you just the way he wanted you to be, Emily. Mm. There was nothing wrong with you at all. Mm. And I've always told you that God loves you and gives you your, these amazing gifts like dance and worship and circus and, and, all, and trampolining. And you've got so many talents that you use regularly to help <coughs> others understand. But people with Down syndrome can live a fulfilled life don't you? You, yeah. you certainly make the most of every day, don't you? 
Mm-hmm. Some wonderful things, you know, that you've just been sharing with us then, uh, Sherilyn, as well uh, about Emily and you know her her gift to find people who needed to be loved. That stood out for me from what you just said and and was wonderful. But yeah, you know, uh, knowing that God loves loves you, Emily, and that that love that you give out to other people uh, is is God's love too. Then uh, that that's really special. That's really good, Emily. Is there something that you would like to be different about your your busy life that you've got? Is there something you'd like to be different about it? Do you be a mermaid? Being a mermaid. Ah, you, you like to be a mermaid. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Why would you want to be a mermaid? So you can swim and walk at the same time? Um, I like in land and sea. Yeah, land and sea. That would be very cool, mm. wouldn't it? That would be oh, great. Yeah. Do you, do you like swimming, Emily? Yeah. Yeah. And when you swim, do you imagine that you're a mermaid anyway? Oh, so passing the mermaid moves. Oh yeah, practicing those practicing. mermaid moves. Practicing those mermaid moves and uh, yeah. yeah, using your tail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's brilliant. And if you if you were a mermaid. What colour tail? What's your favourite colour um, that you would want your tail to be? Blue. Blue. Blue, blue one. That would be great. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> and um, Emily, what would you say to other people with Down syndrome if they are having a hard time? Have you got any ideas of what you might say? Um, get out there and embrace your life. Get out there and embrace life, yeah. Because mm. it sounds like you you do that so well. You've you're living independently with a bit of support. You're you've got your friend, your cat. Do you look after Luna? Some sometimes. Yeah, that sounds good. And getting out there, it sounds like you do some brilliant things with those videos that your mum was mentioning earlier and your drama group, and just being able to talk to people about. Um, about Down syndrome and about showing them how everybody can live a normal life and do the things that they are created to do. And that's really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, you've certainly, uh, we've uh, had lots of opportunities, haven't you, Emily, to be able to get out there and, and try new things all the time. And I think that's the challenge to find things that are accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but once you find them, then, yeah, it's great to add them to your list of activities. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of different things that, that you were sharing with us, which is really good. But Emily, um, what would help you to be able to do even more in life? What what would uh, help you to, to be able to, um, yeah, do, do more things, be uh, more who you want to be in life? And I, I am happy with, with the way my life is. Brilliant. So nothing to change. You, you, you love it as it is. And, uh, and that's, yeah. that's great. That is good. Yeah. Well, that's, that's wonderful, isn't it? What a, great, what a great place to be to yeah, have that real sense of contentment that actually life is just great as it is. And uh, yeah, that's a, a great message for everybody listening to this, really, to you know, be just grateful for who we are and, uh, and the things we do. And uh, yeah, that's a really great uh, demonstration of that, Emily. Thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> and I'm going to ask your mum in just a, a question in just a second, Emily. But I was just wondering, I was thinking about how you do your cooking. You were talking about doing cooking each week. What's your favourite thing to cook? What Are there some things you've been practising? Spaghetti bolognese. Oh, great. Hey. <laughs> That's amazing. Spaghetti bolognese. Do you like garlic bread with your spaghetti bolognese? I like I like the garlic bread with the different meals. Yeah, with loads of different meals. What garlic meals? bread goes with everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I really like garlic bread. I enjoy it. Good bit of garlic bread. <laughs> I like it with the sun, yeah. Mm. Yeah, lasagna, great choice. <laughs> so good. That's amazing. And so I'm just going to ask your mum a question. Sherilyn, what we always do within this podcast is ask people a kind of question with no no limitations and no bars kind of held back. <laughs> if you had unlimited resources, um, what change in society would you like to see to help people with Down syndrome? That's a very good question. Um, I think I would like uh, people generally to know more about Down syndrome before uh, they met someone or they got themselves in a situation where they were expecting a Downs child, mm. just um, so that um, a positive output would be there rather than the negative and that the child would survive and be able to live the full life <laughs> that they need to live, really, because yeah. um, sadly, mm. unfortunately, it doesn't happen all the time. But um, we just feel that um, the good things on television, that positive side of Down syndrome children, Sometimes it isn't always very positive or adults with Down syndrome um, to be able to show that they can act and they can get out there and live a normal life. Mm. Um, and I suppose more acceptance in the church as well to realise that just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't participate and, and use your gifts in the yeah. church. Mm. And I know from experience when we've done church services with um, our Shalom group, Emily's danced uh, to a worship song and it's just moved people incredibly and the spirit has just touched people's lives mm. because of it. And um, I don't think people realise that, you know, you can actually uh, use these gifts, whatever ability you are, really. Mm. And so I think if the church made a headway with accepting more people with Down syndrome and more people with disabilities, we then the society would accept it more easily as well. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think, yeah, it's it's so important, isn't it, that we are able as society and as church and as as all sorts of community groups to to be able to see people for who they've been created to be and see the incredible gifts they have and the incredible mm. skills they have and mm. and what they bring. And I, yeah, a story that I always tell people is around a young person who she really sadly died but she couldn't walk or talk or eat by herself and yet she carried the most incredible sense of like peace with her and of God's presence and people who spent time with her felt like they knew more of of peace and more of what it was to just be and to um, know God's presence because they spent time with her and for me that story is just you know highlights all of those things of actually whoever we are whatever our ability wherever we are on that in terms of our differences, in terms of the things we need support with, actually, we can bring so much to the world around us. And I love the way that I believe God does that through people's lives and through the way that they've been created. 
Yes, um, Emily was part of a Sally Phillips documentary about Down syndrome a while mm. back. Right. And uh, I think Sally Phillips asked a question about what would the world be like without Down syndrome people in this world? And it just blows your mind away because we'd just be totally lost without them, you know, mm. <laughs> because they bring such a great simplicity way of life and uh, full of life as well. And the other, you know, the other way, they, they bring lots of uh, joy and uh love to people so yeah <laughs> I, I think that it's so important that uh, stories like uh, the the ones that sally phillips shared in that brilliant documentary and great emily that you were a part of that too those positive stories about down syndrome uh, yeah we need to hear more of those more of the great stories that that you've shared with us today emily and uh, we need to really get a, a much better balance of people hearing those better positive stories and uh, affirming stories uh, so that they can be more informed and know more about down syndrome from the perspective of people with down syndrome because often what they hear are other people talking about down syndrome but not so much people with down syndrome themselves so you know, it's really great that that you've been able to be on the podcast uh, with us today, Emily, and uh, with your mum, Sherilyn, and I know Miriam's there in the background as well, helping too. And uh, together, it's been brilliant to be able to share this time with you. And just some of the inspiring stuff that you've shared with us, you know, about that difficult start in life that you had, you know, being born, you've got a hole in the heart, uh, obviously diagnosed with Down syndrome, but you know, that, that hole in the heart that was difficult as well. Uh, but then, you know through your life as you've grown you've been busy you've had so many different things that, that you're doing and you know you love to cook spaghetti bolognese you love the drama <laughs> group and, and all the, the the films that you've made and you know sharing those uh, those training films is brilliant loving worship music and and being able to dance along to that and being part of a big family and and how important that is the care of that family the love that you share with them and that they share with you uh, and now you know you you living independently um, you've got a flatmate and luna your cat uh, that you live with and you know the the journey that you're all on together which is brilliant <coughs> Um, but how you've got that gift to uh, to, to find people who need uh, love and to be able to share a smile or a hug with them. And, hey, you know, from today, uh, we can hug again. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's great. So, uh, so you know, there'll be opportunities for that again, I'm sure. Um, uh, you know, but how you have those those wonderful thoughts you know you'd love to be a mermaid uh with a blue tail uh and that's just great too you know having having those those wonderful thoughts but you you know that just demonstrates how you're getting out there and embracing life and making the most of life and and sharing uh, that life with others and you know we we asked you that question is there anything you'd want to change and you said no I'm happy with life as it is. And what a great example that is for us all um, to, uh, to to live with. And, you know, as your mum was sharing, it would be great if there was more acceptance and more understanding and more knowledge about Down syndrome uh, out there in the community at large. But your, uh, your, your story and what you've shared uh, on the Growing Hope podcast today uh, helps to get that story out there a bit more. So uh, I hope and I'm, I'm confident 
confident that there will be loads of people who will have been wonderfully inspired by what you shared and uh, really thrilled to hear uh, what you've been uh, talking about on the podcast today. So thank you, uh, all of you, for, for being a part of the Growing Hope podcast today. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining Growing Hope Conversations. Find out more at growinghope.org.uk.